Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes, even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me talk! One, two... Well, it's not often you concede more goals than the opposition have shots on target, but I suppose City are the prime target for that sort of thing happening. A first defeat of the season, and it was far from undeserved as well. As the fixture list looks tougher over the coming weeks, it's time to make things interesting, I guess. Let's discuss the somewhat baffling performance at Wolves. This is Let Me Talk. I'm David Mooney, and with me is the Athletic City correspondent, Sam Lee. Hiya, Sam. Hello. All right. Yeah, uh, not an undeserved uh, defeat, was it? No. Um... <laughs> One of those um, where there, you know there was quite a bit to go, and you just think, no, not today. To be fair, I wasn't. I couldn't even see it at one nil. I wasn't sure where it was coming. Um, even when I was like, "Why well, did see?" It usually comes. You no, know, it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. But I was like, oh, "I just don't see where from." And then, to be fair, when when Avra stood over the free kick, I was like, oh, "I had the words." I, I, I just thought he might score it because you know he's 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 been quite good at free kicks. No one at West Ham was close. I just thought he might score it. And then I tweeted, you know, is that the the spark they need? But nope, <laughs> no, no, it, it wasn't. And then even if they had scored for two two, it wouldn't have surprised me if Wolves had, sc- had scored again afterwards. But um, yeah, as it as it went on, I was like, they're not even going to get, they're not even going to get that two two. Never mind worrying about what happens beyond that. Mm. Um, it was just an, a, a curious display. Yeah, well, let's start with uh, Guardiola's assessment of the game. This is what he said afterwards. They defend really well. We have our moments. Uh, I know counting the last 10, 15 because it was more difficult. Uh, we didn't do properly our process uh, to attack a little bit more fluidity, and that's why we struggled a little bit. And just the transitions netto was was better than us, so they beat us in that situation because we were not disorganized. We were in the position that we could defend well, but uh, yeah, difficult game to play, like we knew it. And they defend really well, and congratulations. You mentioned the issue with the, the process there. What, what, what was stopping you from being able to play to their head? When they defend that well, Okovacic or Ruben has to attack uh, central defenders of the opponents. And we didn't do it. That's why it was more difficult. Very blunt answer to your question there, Sam. Um, but I kind, of sums up, I, kind of, I kind of guess it sums up the bluntness of the problem yeah, with the process. Answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you could you could see, couldn't you, a lot of the times. Well, I suppose if you deal with it chronologically, there was, I mean, all the way through, you could see Diaz was on the ball a lot and it was just nowhere for him to, to go with it, really. Um, and in the first half, especially the second part of the first half, Kovacic was trying to force it, wasn't he? But... Arguably too much, or just kept, too yeah, imprecise. I kept feeling like it, like um, his his initial decision to carry it wasn't necessarily the wrong one. But then, oh, he, yeah, he, I had no problem he, with the carry. He was then suddenly in trouble through to Harlan's feet. 
Yeah, he was, he was. But there was a number of times where I just suddenly felt like he was in trouble as well. Like, like, like he'd ran straight into four players and then was like, "Oh yeah. shit, there's no way out." They were quite well set up for that, and also City were like so high because inevitably Wolves, Wolves were so deep, so City was so high. But it was like City could have lost the ball, and this didn't necessarily happen. But I mean, I suppose it kind of did for the Wolves one. But City could have lost the ball 10, 15 yards inside the Wolves half, and faced a counter-attack like with them being through on goal because they were very well set up to be like pack out the middle and then break quickly and like, we saw that with the first goal in terms of just Neto's pace like normally in fact it was only the other day I was saying with Ake it wasn't the same thing in terms of Neto wasn't running at Ake it was more about recovery speed um, but he just couldn't get there yeah but Neto's just absolutely lightning um, and it was a, just a recipe for success. Uh, well, success for Wolves, disaster for City, in the in the way that defended very deep and very well, but such a threat on the break as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it is one of those like they they played very well, but City just couldn't get going. And uh, I mean, it's it's difficult because I, it's difficult in the sense that I don't want to I don't want to be knee jerk. Um, and I suppose the fact when City win every week, it probably makes my job easier because even if I'm wrong, you, it very rarely gets highlighted because there's no, there's nothing to really contradict it. <laughs> um, but I mean, I still I still believe you know they've been brilliant at finding solutions all season, but they kind of run out of solutions. And also, it feels a it feels a bit easy to leap to this straight away. But I suppose we we mentioned it for the for the Fulham first half in particular that. When there is less power, there is less control, and then that was kind of the game it was today. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, you know, we were at the press conference last week before the Forest game. We talked to Pep about them carrying it, um, carrying it more, and he said, you know, they they were, and that's what he wanted in the transfer window, and he, the benefits of it, and we've seen the benefits of it, and the benefits of it will will remain the benefits just because it didn't go well today. Um, but the way I framed the question, and I wasn't sure before I asked it was about, because he mentioned how they've still been creating chances for Haaland. And I was like, look, you've still managed to have that balance and that control and create chances with all these players who are, let's just say, more direct. Um, And he was like, yeah, he goes, um, you know, with these guys, our game is quicker. But he did say, he goes, yeah, but uh, he goes, maybe when you can see the goal, you think, ah, maybe we need the extra pass. And it feels like an easy get out today, but it feels like had they had more control and more and he basically said it's about the quality the quality of the players you know if you've got David Silver and Gundogan on the pitch you'd have a certain type of game and if you've got Foden and Alvarez and Grealish and Mahrez it's a different kind but they didn't to go hand in hand with the lack of solutions and options because of um, the injuries and obviously the ban and then not being able to have the option of of really you know dialing it back and going back to more like last season you know, if Stones was fit, Bernardo was fit, Grealish was, I don't know, I don't know, to be fair, maybe he didn't want Grealish to start, but maybe he wasn't fit enough to start. And he said last week, as an example, if you want a bit more control, he actually said you could put Kovacic in the attacking midfield position. Um, he said, or Rico Lewis. So again, I suppose the option was there in theory, but they just ran out a bit. And I suppose to tie it all together, so between the running out of options and then not having so much control over the game... Gary O'Neill said afterwards, they were asked. Well, they asked him, "Did Nunes playing 
kind of give Wolves a bit more of a spark because of you know the reaction from the fans and they were properly booing him like it wasn't like it wasn't half-hearted it was proper and it was every time he got the ball and he said no not really and he immediately said I think Rodri not playing yeah was big for them he said he, he said exactly this Rodri missing is a big plus I think um I think Rodri makes that team tick a lot better um no, obviously no disrespect to anyone that's playing in there today but when he's the pivot it, it it's a lot more difficult to stop um, obviously they were missing that yes well exactly so I mean we can we, we can and we probably will say he didn't do this or he didn't do that or this was bad or, or that was bad but I wonder the underlying factors of the three that I can think of are the ones I've just mentioned really um I mean, yeah, like well, the ones I just mentioned, and also Wolves being good. You know, Wolves were quite good at. I don't think this is well. It isn't where their goal came from, but there were times, particularly on their right, when they would play the ball out to their right winger, and Ake would have to go. Ake like Ake would have to go and push up, and then everyone would have to shuffle across. And you think, by the time Ake gets there, the guy's already controlled the ball, and it, it, you know it was that kind of knock-on effect that well, Chelsea scored in the Champions League final. It was that kind of thing. They just had an extra man there and it, it drew them out. And especially when you got the pace in behind, they, like Wolves were good in that sense. But City, yeah, you know, Guardiola said they couldn't. I don't know exactly what he means in terms of what Kovacic and, and Diaz weren't doing properly. But Diaz was able to just walk up the pitch with the ball. And I'm happy for him to do that because as good as he is inviting them, it's a bit like the Brighton thing. If you invite them to press and they just don't press, what are you going to do? And like Diaz is very good at assuming that responsibility on the ball and trying to get things going. But if you actually go, well, go on then, make a pass or like shoot from 30 yards, it's not happening. Mm. Um, and yeah, like we say with Kovacic, he, he, was just, he was just trying to force it a lot. And then he got booked, which is an obvious booking. Um, so I, I guess kind of Guardiola was thinking... He's, he's had a yellow, we don't need him getting sent off. And then bringing on Phillips, so talking about the lack of options. He's never bringing on Phillips in that game in a million fucking years if yeah. he's got any other options, I don't think. I mean, look, maybe he could have, if he was really not having him ultra 1 million percent, then maybe he would have brought on Rico Lewis instead. But look, if if Rodri's available then, and even he's having a shock and then Kovacic is coming on, or, or Nunes is coming, whatever. Like all all the options were exhausted. Phillips came on, and he wasn't terrible. He certainly wasn't great, but like he just you, the issue you had when the centre backs don't have creativity, which is to be fair something you called as well to give you your due. He was just shuffling it sideways and give it to Diaz, and it was always oh, where's Diaz going? And then give it to Ake, and Ake tried to put the ball in the box twice, and both times it was just rubbish, just aimless, didn't go anywhere. I got headed away or Sard caught it, something like that. Um, Walker was kind of reluctant to do it, but that meant they just come back inside, they go to the other side, and they'd, they'd try they try and switch it out side, to the left. Yeah. And normally this is when Grealish was on by this point. Not Doku went over to the right, which I thought he just barely got in the game when he was on the right, but somebody replied saying he thought he looked better. So maybe he did, but I just don't remember him getting on the ball at all. Not that he was crap and used it badly, but he just couldn't get on the ball at all. But even then, going back to the first half and the lack of control or relative lack of control to, compared to what they normally have, you know, Doku was creating a lot, but also he was losing the ball a lot. And then Kovacic was trying to force things as well, like we said, and he was losing it. And then, you know, I said at half time, City didn't have the grip on the game that they normally do in terms of, okay, they're not playing well or they might have conceded a goal on the break, but they're, 
they're pegging them back and they're knocking it around and they might have like again we go back to Sheffield United because it was an example for me of a good City performance even when people don't think they were playing well but it wasn't that they didn't have that control over the game and again it was a bit like the start of the Fulham game so yeah maybe as much as it is nice and it's exciting to have the 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 quicker let's use pep words the the quicker style um yeah maybe maybe it's i don't know i, I don't want to say not sustainable but i'll tell you what's a fact it's nice to have the option it's nice yeah. to have the option to go back to you know the style that won the treble yeah there's um i mean i'll i'll read this i've had this message from uh dom farrell who uh by the sounds of it didn't work the game because he said he's not he's not seen it today um but um he said he's seen a lot of people online saying uh, effectively that city are fucked without rodri um but it, it's kind of a little bit more than that because uh he said he's argue it's more a case of being fucked without rodri bernardo stones kevin de bruyne yeah, and in like yeah. in that situation if the other three are available without rodri mm. it's probably all right you've probably got other options there to be able to to, to deal with it um yeah. which i mean ultimately just comes back round to um i guess guess makes Guardiola a bit more angry about that, that uh, about a silly suspension because it uh, today is the ultimate example you look at, uh, at midweek in and newcastle you know, we talked in the in the podcast after that one about how the the selection was like the team that he's played is absolutely fine in terms of quality. That's fine. That it, it's fine, but there's no kind of cohesion. There's no momentum. There's no rhythm for those players in the, those positions, and that's kind of where you get to with the midfield today. And then you look at, at how City have lost the game. It's two goals on the transition. Yeah, um, we'll get to their their winning goal as well. I presume. Um, Oh, I mean, even the first one, it was just a bit of a mix-up, but it was kind of symptomatic of the the rest of it. It wasn't, I thought City, obviously, it was early early enough the goal, but I thought City were fine up until that point. Yeah. And obviously, look, they had a couple early on when Nunes put the ball across for Haaland, you think that's a goal, and Dawson cleared it away. He was great. Um, and then he cleared the Foden one off the line just before Wolves, just before Wolves scored, I think it was. Um, so, there, you know, there were some moments, but, you know, we're not talking about... By and large, it, yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about, you know... And as much as, you know, like you said, Wolves scored more goals than they had shots on target. So it does say something, but it's not the classic, you know, City deserve better. They were quite good. They just got a bit unlucky. You know, they did have a couple of chances. Wolves had one, if that. But, it, yeah, it wasn't, you know, we're not sitting there saying, oh, Nobody, you know, yeah. if City play like that, they'll be fine because they weren't. Nobody's in terms that, of yeah. In terms of what Dom was saying, and it's like you think, you start thinking ahead to Arsenal next week. And again, I feel a bit stupid. You're saying, you know, like, they'll find a solution. They'll probably be fine. And look, even if they don't, it's probably going to work out okay anyway. Look, Probably is going to work out okay anyway. Another thing Gary O'Neill said, and it's easy for him to say, I suppose, but he said, you know, they're probably still going to win the league this year. Um, and they probably are. But if you think back to, like, let's say now Guardiola was like, well, that was too chaotic and too open, and we're going to Arsenal next week, so we need to, we can't have that again. We, even if it's just a case of we need to, like, gum things up. So if you go back to, and I'm not comparing today to 1920 because it was just a bad game for reasons we've already explained. Mm. But the solution then was, you know, put Gundogan in holding midfield to help out Rodri. Um, only really, because it was before, obviously, Cancelo was really off the leash in terms of such a creative force. He was creating quite a bit. And so was Maris. But like De Bruyne was the main guy. It was like De Bruyne is going to be the main guy here. You got the inverted wingers. It wasn't great to watch, was it? But it did make City as stable as they could be. But again, in terms of the options for that, you can you can do inverted wingers and you can maybe put somebody, you can put like two holding midfielders in. Because today, to be fair, it was just Kovacic and Nunes was further forward. He was, he was that inside left. So you could just change the shape. 
and have more men in the middle, but it's the characteristics of the players. And this is why, you know, when Guardiola says, oh, it's the quality of the players, it's like, yeah, but you have made it work in a way that, you know, less adaptable managers. And, you know, if he was as dogmatic as we all say he is and believe he is, he wouldn't be as flexible to say, oh, well, this is completely opposite to all the passes we were doing last season, but we're still going to win anyway. So he's managed to make it work. But if you wanted to just have more of the ball and slow things down against Arsenal next week, the quality of the players kind of dictates it. it's going to be very difficult to do that. Not impossible, but what do you do? And maybe maybe we'll see what he does, but how do you do that? And like like Akanji, it was just it was stuff in the box. Like Akanji would get the ball in the box earlier on, but and I know he went into midfield earlier in the season. I don't think anybody was especially convinced, but he's not the man for the small spaces, is he? So you, you wouldn't necessarily want him going into midfield against Arsenal next week. Like it just becomes kind of very difficult to play it as a okay, let's kind of tighten things up game. You know, maybe it becomes like a, I mention it all the time, but that Liverpool game at home when it was 2-2 and it was just, you know, play for the long balls in behind and second balls and that kind of thing. Um, again, speaking of second balls though, you know, just is it a problem City having this season or is it just the ball's just not falling? Their goal, once Diaz makes that block, so we're talking the second goal, once Diaz makes that block, you think, okay, fine. And then it just falls in the box. Now, Phillips is all at sea there. He's no idea where to be. Which I, maybe I want to come back, I want to, come back to Phillips' in, role in the goal in a second, yeah. Okay, but if you put yourself in that position, maybe it is. And also, and it reminds me of a goal that City conceded late a few years ago, and maybe it was Wolves as well, when Wolves won at the Etihad, maybe, I'm not sure. And I think it's easy to say in hindsight, because probably at the moment he makes a decision, Akanji is next to Cunha. But Walker goes back on the line to try and save it which I think he did in this goal I'm talking about a couple of years ago but he's left Cunha if you just stand on him you might be able to get the tackling when the ball drops to him but all of a sudden because and like, I'm, I'm kind of mitigating Walker a bit because I think maybe when he makes a decision he sees Akanji's next to him but suddenly then Akanji steps to his right Cunha stays where he is and he's completely free and if Walker doesn't try to get on the line and to be fair he, he makes a very good effort of clearing it but Walker's kind of instinct. If he gets that off the line, it's the, it's the greatest goal line clearance I've ever seen. It really seen. is, yeah. it really is. But it's like his instinct there is to go back on the line. But you just think, if you actually look at it, you think, oh, that w-. if you'd have stayed there, you'd have been in a much better position. But we overanalyze everything when, when someone scores a goal and who's at fault. and the decision. Like That was a split-second decision. I was going to say, I guess, but it, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And okay, maybe it could have gone better, but it wasn't. I don't think it was. I don't think it was terrible. But if if you do look at it, you think, oh god, if it had just stayed with Cunha there, that'd have been fine. And again, Phillips is just kind of like pinball, you know, just watching it. Where's it going? Where's it going? And again, maybe that, you know, maybe you know, if you put yourself in that position, it's difficult. Coming up after a short ad break, we'll look more into the defeat at Wolves. See you shortly. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Let Me Talk is sponsored by you, the listeners. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing via Memberful. You can pay as little as £2 per month, which gives you early access to all our podcasts ad-free, and they're packed with even more content. That gives you even more minutes of us to fill up your week. Subscribing is really easy and the longer episodes will integrate seamlessly with your podcast app of choice, be it Spotify or Apple. Head over to lmtpod.com for more information on signing up and links to all of our socials. I can't remember who tweeted it, but I saw um, this afternoon a video tweeted of uh, the goal that Newcastle scored in midweek and then Wolves' winner. And uh, Phillips is doing exactly the same thing in both of them. Um, and that is not keeping up with the uh, his, of the players who are running away from him towards City's goal. He's not able to get back in and, and get back the, the, the goal side of the ball. And then when, as it's bouncing around the box for a, a couple of times, because obviously Newcastle got the ball across and um, uh, Lewis stepped over it and Isak put it in. Um, he's just kind of on the penalty spot, kind of half stepping left and then stepping right and then stepping left again and just like like not really in a position to do anything about it. Um, and it just it just doesn't look great to be honest. No, um, but again, he got he got more minutes than I thought. And is that because he's in a better position than I thought, or was it because, like I say, kind of Guardiola would have exhausted the options and yeah, needs um, must. Yeah, it was kind of desperate enough that you know Kovacic couldn't stay on for whatever reason, whether it was the yellow card, they're not playing well. Um, but you know, Guardiola even said again on Friday, in kind of clearer terms than he did before. He was like, whenever because you know he said. Well, we've talked about it. He said, in the small spaces, he struggles, but when the game's like it was against Forrest, then he's better. And he's like, well, when's it ever going to be like that? But he actually said, like, on Friday, when the game, when everything has to be perfect, he struggles a bit. And it's like, oh, fuck me. Like, that is a mad thing to say, really. And then it comes to the stage where, I, I don't know if they just sort of kind of embrace the chaos against Wolves, but again, if you go back to having the option to c- control things a bit, and okay, he could have put Rico Lewis on as an attacking midfielder. There's one thing that he suggested... Um, to get some control, but again, maybe at that point, they well, he obviously he put Oscar Bob on, didn't he? And he explained why Nunes went off and put Oscar Bob on. You got the clip for that, haven't you? Yeah, I do. So um, because I genuinely at half time, um, I thought that I think that's up there with some of the most unGuardiola like substitutions that he's ever made. It's like it's Liam Delap against Leicester sort of territory. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. one for me. Um, this is this is how Guardiola justified it afterwards. I need more dynamic, and I saw him uh, for. I, I I went a little bit more in smaller spaces. Like Oscar is really good to find in smaller spaces the creativity that he has to find some moments. That that was the reason why not because he was playing not good and at all. It's just because I thought Oscar could give us something different. Yeah. But I mean, he never makes subs. He never makes subs anyway, let alone at half time. And also, like it kills, it kills Nunes a bit, doesn't it? Like he was getting absolute dogs abuse the whole time, and then he gets taken off at half time. It's bad enough, but like by a manager who never Ever makes subs it. at half time. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah, it was one. It was well, they're one nil down. He was maybe looking for a bit more impetus, but it it seemed a fairly drastic step. And again, it all makes sense there, but set against the backdrop of the fact that he never does it, you think it, it kind of purely being tactical he must have been unhappy with something specifically that Nunes wasn't doing and look he had a lot of the ball I said at half time if they can get Foden on the ball as much as Nunes is that will help um, but I mean they couldn't really get Foden on the ball and he was marshalled quite well but I don't think I mean he wasn't great I mean look none of them were great were they but 
Yeah, and I think the the other side of the of the substitution as well is you look at the options that he's got on the bench, and sure, you know, Bob might be great in the small spaces, but it's it's a substitution where he's 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 just thrown him to the wolves. Like there's, it's just like hmm. I'm sorry, that, I did, that was an unintentional pun. I didn't mean that, um, but he's he's just he's thrown him into a cauldron uh, situation, and. It's kind of like I, I get that sometimes, like sink or swim is a is a good ele- a good kind of element to the to the game, and you can get a good performance out of somebody like that. But in a team where things are a bit disjointed and it's not quite working properly, like I'm I'm kind of on the fence with that sort of thing because like I I didn't think the first half as I felt City were quite toothless, but I thought in terms of Nunes and and Kovacic in the middle, they were at, they were all right. I didn't think they were great, but they I did I didn't think it was a point where you where it was like you need to change something here because it's all going to go drastically wrong. On, I was going to say bring on a kid, but I mean he is twenty. But yeah, like, but still, an academy player who only who's only come on previously in the Premier League after the ninetieth minute. Yeah, yeah, it's unusual. Yeah, and it just it it kind of it doesn't seem to be a good move for. I mean, I, I don't know how Bob's feeling at full time, but. I don't imagine he's feeling brilliant about how the game went. Um, he He's probably not going to get a lot more minutes now for a long time. And it's not necessarily because of anything he's done today. It's purely the situation that City are in, in that he, he probably doesn't play many Premier League games anyway. They're not in the Carabao Cup. You know, the FA Cup's not till January. So, like, there's... It's almost a case of like, go on then, see what you can do. All right, we won't see you for a while now. And it, like, do you know what I mean? It doesn't feel like like quite a, a good position to to just chuck a youngster into. Um, when especially you've got Nunes and, and Kovacic, who are both experienced, and you can maybe just tweak what they're doing a little bit to to get a bit more out of them. I don't, I don't know. Mm, I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Like when he came on at half time, I thought well, it, it it makes sense if you're going to put him on the right wing, which is my assumption. And then Foden comes more inside, and if he gets on the ball where Nunes was, or at least. Not on the same side, but if City kind of switch their focus to him or in whatever way, then it makes sense. Then we just see Bob was just playing in the same place as Nunes. He's like, oh, right, okay. So he didn't really split the threat across the front line because it, it did feel a bit like uh, West Ham away in the sense that they were just all attacking down the left. And I thought, okay, well, they're attacking a bit more down the right. But there yeah. wasn't so much of that. Um, but again... You know, Guardiola normally, and as he did here, blamed it on the fact that this how they started the process because we we played that clip. But he also he came back later on and just said, just said that you know the things they had to do at the start of the process to make everything else easier weren't there, um, and that was obviously that was obviously the issue. Um, but then at the same time, you can change as much as you want in front of that. If the problem is at the behind it, it's not going to solve the issue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then maybe again, it comes down to. The options again, but again, I suppose you've got. If you need a defender who can, I suppose, I suppose at this point, like with Rico Lewis going on, let's say if he wanted more control in midfield, you've got all kinds of different things to to weigh up, and maybe physicality is one of them. And you know the state of the game, and thought, well, you know, maybe we do need a bit more creativity than control. Maybe he did, um, but you think, well, Gradiol could come on and, and and play the kind of passes that City need out from the back. But then you think, are you bringing on a defender into a game where they're obviously counter-attacking very dangerously? They've already made it hard for Ake. Um, would that work? You know, and then there's all these other things that we can only kind of guess at for why he didn't make the, the changes that may have made that process better. Because like I say, it, it did just seem that once it got to half-time, it did seem actually with the subs made that it was more about we can't fix this process, but we 
we're just going to have to kind of embrace the chaos that it is. You know, bringing on Phillips when it's 10 men and you've got no choice but to kind of kick and scrap and and whatever and just hold on to the 2-0 lead because you're already 2-0 up. You've got the luxury That's one to thing, that. yeah. It's fine. But then when it's like, well, let's just, let's let's chuck him on when we need we need a winner, we need a goal, is is something else. And yeah. But again, I suppose it does go back to, if they'd had the option from the start, they might have, you know, they'd, they'd have at least had, they'd have had that and then been able to change to something else. But it was also interesting that Gary O'Neill said when they played against Liverpool, and he said this a lot, like, he even said, which was very, a bit of a dig at Lopetegui and whoever else he was thinking of in his mind. But he was like, he goes, the Wolves players, and he was also bigging up himself in a kind of Brendan Rodgers way, which I think is why he was so happy to talk about the tactics. Like, I've done something good. Look at this. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, and it was good, but like, there's just a sense of, I'm going to tell you how good I am kind of thing. But again, at the end of the day, he's only been a coach for a year, hasn't he? And I don't think Wolves fans have been particularly... Um, warm towards him. Hey, listen, he was saying, the way he was Wolves saying, played today, he's earned it, yeah. Yeah, and, and he was saying, the Wolves players, he goes, they're not used to this level of detail and like and something else. And it was like, fucking all right, mate. Like, are you, a more de- are you saying you're a more detailed coach than like Lopetegui and, and others and whatever, which is interesting. He was like, they, they're usually just used to kind of doing their own thing. I was like, quite oh, fine. But one thing he said was, while the game looks like the tactics board, they're all right. And he said, the thing with the Liverpool game a couple of weeks ago was Liverpool introduced or changed their structure and introduced chaos and they couldn't live with it. But he was like, City are quite structured in what they do. And they predicted what City would do. And they did it. And they were okay. They were okay living with that. And obviously we throw in all the different elements of City's game, which they didn't do particularly well. Um, but he, yeah, he was just talking about structure and that kind of thing. And yeah, I did. Uh, I did clip up Gary O'Neill um, talking about kind of how they approach the game. So uh, let's hear that. Let's um, let's hear what he had to say about just how we approach the game um, to face City. Yeah, we worked hard on it for for three days with the players, and um, the game looked exactly as we'd prepped for, really, which is helpful. Um, obviously, I go into quite a lot of detail with them, so sort of predicted that Man City would use that structure that they use quite often and managed to force the ball into areas that we sort of wanted it um, of course you still need to ride your luck a little bit they have some fantastic players but yeah in terms of the game looking exactly as we'd prep for and the lads carrying out the game plan perfectly with discipline understanding some quality as well I thought it was um, yeah, a really impressive performance from the boys we suffered in that Liverpool game when the game didn't look how we wanted it to anymore um, you know Liverpool introduced a level of sort of chaos and changed the structure and it got away from us. Whereas today, Man City are a very structured team and you know sort of where everyone's going to be and you can prep for for that. Um, so yeah, prep went well, as I say. Lads have stayed fully focused and you know the work that Cunha screening the pivot like he did for so long. We did some work on it on, um, on Thursday on the grass and after six minutes I could see his brain was starting to fry and I was like yeah come on mate we've done six minutes we're going to need we're going to need 90 of this on Saturday so keep your brain switched on um, so loads of work that went in and to be fair I thought, I thought he was not only him but he was excellent at his job especially because so much of it is defensive um, against Manchester City for Pedro Cunha Chani to be offensive players and to be that diligent without the ball for that long I thought was an incredible effort the irony is, is that's probably the most chaotic city display I've seen for a while. <laughs> yeah, um, and it, it was just a mad game. There was just things just 
going off all over the place and little fights. And I mean, they were. I mean, Wolves have been like that for a while now. The game, the game when Raúl Jiménez got sent off for two stupid yellows, um, or like yeah, stupid on his part. They there was loads of kind of time waste, and they were very chippy there. Cunha was good, but he was a fucking pain in the ass. Um, I did. I did, should mention at this point because I know a lot of uh, fans will be screaming at the phones as they listen to this that uh, Huang should have been sent off, and uh, I, yes. I, I do agree um, that he should well, have was, been on the pitch to to score the winner. I was going to say, you know, last week when Pep was saying he blamed the ref for the game becoming chaotic, and I was, I don't, I don't quite get it. I mean, I know what he means in terms of the the early yellow card that should have been a yellow card, but I. I didn't. I didn't quite appreciate what he was saying in terms of. I, I don't know what you mean. I didn't notice it. But today I was like, I, I know why everyone's kind of pissed off and it's aggy and it's that kind of game because the ref just, in my opinion, seems to be all over the place. Now it's one of those where you can you can ask maybe ask the refs or like a proper ref who knows what he's talking about and go, he did that decision right, that decision right, that decision right. But it just seemed like, again, I'm. I don't like using these phrases about referees because I don't like lazy phrases or what I think are lazy phrases when. People talk about like City, like move the ball quicker or whatever. Yeah, but it, the easy phrase is he lost control of the game, and that's that is what I feel happened. Maybe it's a, it's the wrong thing to say, but I I do feel there was an element of that as well. But like I say, City weren't set up to have great amount of control in the game anyway. That's it for the free version of Let Me Talk. There is more for members, though. If you go to lmtpod.com and sign up, you'll get longer ad-free episodes. Uh, what is on the longer episodes for members, Sam? Yeah, you'll get the episodes sooner as well. Yeah. And yeah, there's loads more. I remember trying to... Well, I show up the folly of the phrase, you've never played the game, because I apply <laughs> my terrible examples of playing the game onto what Nathan Ake would have been thinking. And there is some actual genuinely useful stuff from Guardiola on the size of City squad and why he likes it this way and wouldn't change it, even if it means, well, I suppose, results like the Wolves one. That's all for members. Those ad-free episodes are longer and they're out earlier. You can find out more on lmtpod.com. If you want to send us an email, it's hello at lmtpod.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok, so just search for lmtpod on there. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next time. Money.